Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kwan Saluja. Our first reading today comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The topic, recovery prayer. This prayer is based on a section of the big books of Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank you for keeping me straight yesterday. Please help me stay straight. Today, for the next 24 hours, I pray for knowledge of your will for me only and the power to carry that out. Please free my thinking of self-will, self-seeking, dishonesty, and wrong motives. Send me the right thought, word, or action. Show me what my next step should be. In times of doubt and indecision, please send your inspiration and guidance. I ask that you might help me work through all my problems to your glory and honor. This prayer is a recovery prayer. It can take us through any situation. In the days ahead, we'll explore the ideas in it. If we pray this prayer, we can trust it has been answered with a yes. Today, I will trust that God will do for me what I cannot do for myself. I will do my part working the 12 steps and letting God do the rest. Um, yeah, this is a good reading. I, 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 you know, My experience has been uh, that the 12 steps and God probably needs to be my foundation. But I, I think that there's been a lot of work done in the trauma area. And, um, and while I know this isn't the intent, I think sometimes, uh, and this is why I read from ACA material, the term spiritual bypass seems to come up kind of a lot. So, um, you know, I do definitely like the prayer and I definitely like the part about the 24 hours. Um, and I think another lesson that I've been learning in recovery is I wasn't able to implement things that I had read in childhood because it was just didn't have kind of control of the situation. But as an adult, you know, all the books and all the things and what recovery has opened up a whole, you know, and they talk about a life you couldn't imagine. It's just, it's just more room for expansion in a way that um, just wasn't possible prior to it. So anyways, on to the next reading. And the topic is balance. The goal is balance. Wow, that's, and speaking of which, I mean, it was just always what, what dad's mood was in our family. It was just never, it was never, you know, hey, you need to get, I'm like, what is self-care? You know, when I used to come into the rooms and stuff like that. Um, and, and rest being important, food being important. It just, everything just seemed, you know, they talk about in the big book of, of, of a case of instincts gone awry. So back to the reading. We need balance between work and play. We need balance between giving and receiving. We need balance in thought and our feelings. We need balance in caring for our physical self and our spiritual self. A balanced life has harmony between a professional life and a personal life. There may be times when we need to climb mountains at work. There may be times when we need to put extra energy into our relationships, but this overall picture needs to balance. And what I like about this is not you know, I think I'd got this thing that maybe there was something wrong with the routine. And once I figured out what the routine was, like if I had a good day and I had to write that day every day, and that's just not how it works. Some days more rest is required. You know, I, I'm starting to understand that, you know, the one area of my life that I really like think I operate at a high level, like working out, it's just kind of like, it's not like every day I got to do the same workout or even I have to exert energy. It's different things on different days. So Back to the reading. Just as a balanced nutritional diet takes into account the realm of our nutritional needs to stay healthy, a balanced life takes into account all our needs. Our need for friends, work, love, family, play, <laughs> private time, recovery time, and spiritual time. Time with God. 
we get out of balance, our inner voice will tell us we need to listen. We also not need to listen to the critical parent. So, you know, looking at that healthy, uh, our need for friends, work, love, family, play, private time, recovery time, spiritual time. Felt like work was all of it, <laughs> you know. And it's so great to see that there is room for friends and love and family and play, private time, recovery time, and spiritual time. It, it, just reading these things, you know, is just shows what a gift uh, the 12 Steps Room has been, the greatest gift, uh, one of the greatest gifts of my adult life, no doubt. Back to the reading. Today I will examine my life to see if the scales have swung too far in any area or not far enough in some. I will work toward achieving balance. The next reading comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, the topic, Gifts and Talents. Each of us comes to ACA with many talents. As we grow in our recovery, we discover even more talents within us. I'm just had to hide my own talents for myself out of my own, like I probably just to save my own sanity. Back to the reading. Many of us come to ACA for not knowing what our unique gifts are. Absolutely. We may have always measured ourselves against others and decided we came up short. Hmm. Definitely. Not so much anymore. That's interesting. But then someone we trust in our meeting pays us a compliment that we believe. With the support of such people, we learn to see, develop, and express our special talents, large or small. Maybe our gift is the ability to provide encouragement, even a small amount, to another person that helps them stay on their path. It may not take much effort on our part, yet it can be huge to the other person. Sometimes we ne may never learn the positive impact we may have had. Or maybe we have other gifts, such as the words to write a book that inspires millions. Whatever the case, we remember that each talent we possess is tremendously valuable, no matter whether it helps only ourselves or others. I remember Tony Robbins often said, uh, I remember this prior, really prior recovery, he said we're all, sometimes honestly the opposite of what we say we are. And I think trauma distorts the per picture, you know, and uh, also allows me to just, you know, accept compliments that people have been giving me my whole life about being smart and determined and handsome and, uh, you know, other things that are just you know, harder to, to, to own, but, it's, but they're true, you know, and then they're God's gifts. Back to the reading. Uh, and, and not anything to be embarrassed by, um, you know, whether that's in a school system or, you know, in a family dynamic. Back to the reading. But then someone we trust in our meeting pays us a compliment that we believe. With the support of such people, we learn to see, develop, and express their special talents, large or small. Maybe our gift is the ability to provide encouragement, even a small amount, to another person that helps them stay on the, their path. May not take much effort on our part, yet it can be huge to the other person. Sometimes we may never learn the positive impact we may have had. Or maybe we have other gifts, such as words to write a book that inspires millions. Whatever the case, we remember that each talent we possess is tremendously valuable, no matter whether it helps only ourselves or others. Freeing ourselves from our cloudy thinking is what makes room for our ability to see, develop, and express our talents. That's part of the beauty of ACA, as we feel understood and appreciated. Frees us to express our gifts, become whole, well-rounded, recovering adult children. On this day, I recognize that I have unique talents. I'm now willing to develop and express them as I learn how valuable I am to myself and others. And the final reading today comes from ACA's Strengthening My Recovery topic, Disease of Alcoholism. Since alcoholism is a family disease, all family members are affected without having to take a drink. 
With an amazing predictability, the children grow up to be addicted or to marry an addicted or compulsive person. That is uh, shuddering. Like, that is just terrifying, you know. With amazing pro pro predictability to marry an addictive or compulsive person. Anyways, back to the reading. We may have been conscious of the effects of alcohol on our lives, or more likely we denied that their disease had any effect on us. Slowly the veils of denial were lifted as we saw how, like it or not, we had been impacted by the disease, even if the alcoholic had been removed from home. We may have unconsciously found a new and improved alcoholic personality type with which to continue the crazy-making game of dissociation. When we attend the ACA meetings, we seem to have an innate sense that the meeting space is safe as we speak honestly about what we are feeling and experiencing. We begin to see the patterns and habits in all our relationships that the dysfunction can spring from our lips without us even noticing it. We become more aware of the unhealthy choices we make both consciously and unconsciously, and we choose different options. On this day, I acknowledge that I was affected by the family disease of alcoholism. Boy, was I ever. I will pay attention to the pattern and habit and I had, I had denied so that I don't continue to repeat them. And that concludes today's awesome readings of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that is where God, serenity, and clarity can sometimes be found.